welcome. This is Nigeria Daily. My name is Martia Umar and yes, it's been a long time on the show. You haven't heard my voice, but yes, I'm here and I will be your host on the show for today. So Nigeria Daily today will focus on the saga from ECOWAS. You know, for the past few days now, there have been a lot of talks coming from the economic community of West African states. So recently, one of its activities was the lifting of ban, the lifting of ban on Niger by ECOWAS. And that has sparked a lot of reactions. A lot of people have said that, you know, ECOWAS is losing its steam. ECOWAS has lost its hold on its members. Is that the case? All right, that we shall unfold on today's episode of Nigeria Daily. But earlier, my colleagues, Ahmed Abdullahi and Sumaya Abubakar, had a discussion with a diplomat concerning the recent happening in ECOWAS, the lifting of ban and other issues. Mali, Niger and Burkina Faso made their positions known a couple of weeks ago that they are withdrawing the sovereign decision to withdraw from the bloc itself. And now this reversal is supposed to be uh, an olive uh, an olive branch to sort of open or facilitate further negotiations to bring back these countries back into the fold of ECOWAS. Jonas is one who is all too familiar with anything ECOWAS. And of course, on this particular matter, he's our go-to expert on this one, Ambassador Welkeni is joining us yet again for another conversation uh, on the ECOWAS saga that continues to give us twists and turns. Thank you very much for joining us on the program. Good to see you again. Right, um, I don't know, I would love to get your quick reaction to this development. Did you see this coming? Well, we, we said in July, when the coup occurred and the sanctions were imposed, suspensions imposed on uh, the particularly Niger, that first and foremost, those sanctions were wrong. Those sanctions serve no purpose. Those sanctions hurt the poor more than the government. Forget about classification of sanctions. Sanction is sanction, whatever it is. And sanctions are creations of the Western world, which we Africans should not, should not toe the same line because they were meant particularly during the decolonization process. And so European and American leaders use sanctions to cajole countries into obeying certain things that were not right. Therefore, for ECOWAS within its own fold to apply sanctions on countries because there were changes of government, that was wrong and we said so in July. Now, six, seven months after, we can see the end result has been panic measures taken, which were wrong. And today, I think reason has overridden emotion. You think this is a course correction? Well, it will certainly correct a lot of things, but um, we shouldn't also expect quick fixes because the emotions are very deep. And the result of what has happened is already showing that the three countries, for instance, that have decided to exit ECOWAS are already beginning to see that they could be better without ECOWAS. And so there are a lot more under the carpet that needs to be done to assuage these feelings because um, saying we are sorry, we are reversing ourselves might not be enough. <laughs> but I, I don't think this, they're saying that they are sorry, but do you think this is a diplomatic saying we're sorry? Saying sorry has many uh, ramifications. When you reverse yourself, absolutely reverses yourself, light 
is being reconnected to Niger. These economic, financial, and political sanctions are being lifted. Flights are being restored. What else? What a better way of saying sorry. I mean, the president uh, of the bloc made mention to clarify, I don't know if, if that was just uh, to cover up their bruised ego, uh, but he said that it was mainly for humanitarian purpose, uh, you know, so that people would get the message. He said, we're just doing it because the people of Niger are suffering, you know, and of course, with a few uh, lifts also of the sanctions from Mali and um, Burkina Faso and, and Guinea, I think, yes. So could it be, do you actually believe in that excuse that he gave? Well, we did say here that um, sanctions had the poor more. So essentially, sanctions are targeted, I mean, uh, eventually f against the poor people, the citizens, ordinary citizens who have nothing to do with what is going on. And therefore, uh, for ECOWAS now to come back and say, um, we are lifting these sanctions. Let us assume these sanctions lift is now unilateral. If it is unilateral, it means ECOWAS had to go back on its words and review its position. Otherwise, there should have been no reason to say we are lifting the sanctions. But you have seen clearly that these sanctions are, we are not producing the result anticipated. And we did say one time that there was need to engage prominent leaders of this sub-region, people like General Gowan, to intervene in this matter because ECOWAS has never been challenged as it has been over the last few moments by the coming together of these three countries to say they are forming a confederation, not just leaving ECOWAS, yeah. but forming a confederation. It was a big challenge that you would be wondering what the institution would be doing to itself. And eventually, yes, it has to reverse itself over all those decisions, all, which means unilaterally the institution sat down and looked at reason rather than emotion to get to where it is now. Therefore, Yes, um, it's a wise decision, very wise decision, in the interest of the community. But going forward, there may be much more than just the lifting of these sanctions. Right. But you, you just mentioned the Sahel Alliance. Give me a sense of whether moves like that must have forced the hands of ECOWAS to say, listen, we're going to lose them if we don't do something about bringing them back into the block because another alliance within ECOWAS that is not part of ECOWAS is going to challenge uh, the, 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 the dominance of this uh, regional bloc uh, within the region. So give me a sense of what you think uh, you know, motivated or forced the hand of ECOWAS seven months down the line to reverse itself. Oh, sure. The, the, the confederation that came about was a big jolt because never had it been anywhere in Africa, for instance, not just in ECOWAS now, anywhere in Africa, had people come back together to say, look, we can do development differently. And now three countries coming together to say, we have a confederation. That is to say, they have one single country. And we can already see a country like Russia coming around to say, okay, now that you are three countries, we want to build a nuclear power station to be shared by the three, which has never happened, never envisaged to ever happen. Today it is happening because these countries came together. Now, surely that prompted ECOWAS to start thinking differently. And believe you me, if you allow this to happen and stay, that would be more or less the dismemberment of ECOWAS. Mm. And a country like Nigeria in particular tends to lose enormously. Uh, we must remember that there is a gas purchase agreement and gas pipeline project to link Nigeria and Europe. 
it passes through Niger or through these countries. What happens to that project, a mega project of that nature, which means that project will be on hold because now you are going to pass through a hostile territory to access your market in Europe. And it is either stopped or renegotiated absolutely, which will be at enormous cost. And we must remember too that uh, these countries took this decision as a sovereign decision to say we are no longer here, we are exiting, we are going, irrespective of the numbers of staff that who may have to lose their jobs, relocate from various institutions of ECOWAS scattered all over West Africa. The, the enormity of such decisions are, are too large to just assume that it is okay. So. Um, ECOWAS definitely had to go back to the drawing board to say, yes, I think mistakes were made and therefore has corrected itself. We thank ECOWAS for correcting itself and we hope this will also be a lesson that tomorrow the panic button must not be pressed. To the ECOWAS Treaty, yes. uh, it takes one year before you can fully depart. No. Uh, you have to announce. Okay. Uh, at least that's what the treaty says. Yes. I, I know for the other countries, for the three countries, they think they have left. But as far as ECOWAS is concerned, that one year notice is still in place. No, well, you know. <laughs> what are the chances? I'm not that doesn't seem to agree. What are the chances? What are the chances yes. that they will agree to come back? Well, um, let's first correct the notion that uh, one year requirement mm. was when they were members of your course. Mm. When you suspended them, you imposed sanctions, mm. and they said, okay, as a response, mm. we have left. Don't forget, here on this program, we analyze that uh, communique with the issue. They say with immediate effect. But we know that that's not how it's done. Uh, well. It was it's a process. It, it was also proper to impose sanctions without certain situations. So they were responding to it. what happened. And those were the voices of my colleagues in a diploma with Dr. Warukani. At this point, let's go on a quick break. When we come back, we'll take a look at why this concerns a lot of Nigerians. I mean, the lifting of the ban. Is it for economics or other reasons? We'll get to find out. Stay with us. Welcome back to the show. At this point in time, we'll be joined on the show by a man who holds or wears many cap. His name is Comrade Sani Taylor. Let's take a listen as he tells us why this gave a lot of joy to some Nigerians and even Nigerians that are living in Nigeria. My name is Shani Bala Al-Sadiq, but I'm best known as Comrade Sani Taylor. I am a designer by profession, politician by orientation, consultant by extension, journalist by affiliation, activist by creation, academically potential PhD student in health and political economy. That seems to be very interesting. Um, there have been a kind of development that is putting a smile on some people's face. And some people are saying, ah, I think it's coming at a time when a lot of people have moved on, or let's just say Niger has moved on. And uh, I want to hear your opinion about it. Do you think that this is a light at the end of the tunnel? How does it help the Nigerian economy? How does it boost the relationship or strengthen the relationship that we have with Niger Republic? Okay. Yes, of course. You know, any right-thinking individual, you know, will be happy. Yeah, that uh, 
that this uh, ban has been lifted. You know, Nigeria and Niger they are like sisters. Mm. And even alphabetically, if you can see Nigeria, it's only two alphabets that you will add from Niger to be Nigeria. Yes. So we, are, we can see us, uh, we can see ourselves as cousins. And then secondly, Nigeria and Niger, they have long relationship on so many uh, angles like commerce, uh, social relationship and tradition, education, security, you know, power, cooperation, so many things like that, especially we from the northern part of the country, mm. you understand. Uh, there are a lot of marriages and then other relationships that has been established between Nigeria and Niger. And then in terms of, of commerce, you can uh, say that we are doing well because from Kano, uh, Kasena, Chebi, uh, Sokoto, Digawa, and some part of Yobi, Borno, they all share borders with uh, Niger. And then a lot of transactions has been happening. Billions of Sepas uh, and Nairas has been exchanged. And then, you know, how that's the best way to create money is by having an exchange. So, and then, you know, even our power, you know, there are this uh, river that passed through Niger that comes to Nigeria, which we utilize and build our dams for uh, electricity generation. Once Niger caught that one, we won't have light again. Well, that was Sani Taylor, comrade Sani Taylor, as he loves to be called. My name is Walker Mohamed Hamishun. So ECOWAS as the leader should have made the decision to leave these sanctions two months ago or three months ago or from the very beginning. Uh, they say you cannot change or correct wrong with a wrong. Uh, taking any military action against Niger Republic, as we have seen in the beginning, it doesn't yield any uh, positive result, neither will it in the future. So uh, from let's say five days after the coup to a week, you understand the course to which the military uh, leadership is heading towards. And you can lean or ECOWAS will at the same time lean towards that uh, course or that uh, position to see that they resolve the issue peaceably and amicably on table. Of course, uh, so many delegation or so many teams were sent to discuss with them, neither they giving. So uh, I think at this moment, lifting the sanctions against Niger is a very, very nice and good decision for ECOWAS to have taken. My name is Walker Mohamed Hamishu. And this is how we close the show for today. I'd like to say thank you to everyone who contributed to the show. And remember that Nigeria Daily is on the Daily Trust website. If you want to listen to the show, please visit the Daily Trust website or trustradio.com.ng to listen to the show and also share the link to your friends for them to listen as well. My name is Martia Umar. I'll see you again. Bye for now.